Episode 14, welcome back on the 23rd of February to the Fantasy Football Surgery podcast. Coming to you at quarter past ten, midway through our two weeks off fantasy football for a couple of weeks. I think uh, everyone's getting a little bit depressed about that. Having said that, has your team turned into Jack Wheelchair? Do you need a little push in the right direction? Well, if you do, let us get in there and help you out with some of the fine suggestions we come up on a weekly basis. Welcoming back the panel, first of all, frosty in nature, not in picks, and a good week last week. Welcome back to the Iceman. Hi, Pete. Hi, guys. Welcome back. And very, very happy with the uh, performance of Manchester United in the last few weeks. I'm wondering if he was in uh, the crowd when they were singing at the end of the Europa League game. Welcome him back to the beard. <laughs> we're fucking shit. We're fucking shit. We're fucking shit. <laughs> Hi, guys. Right. I'm so glad you read that, Brookie. That's perfect. <laughs> And, uh, and welcoming back the man who's, who's really invested a lot of time and a lot of his professional, I suppose, uh, credibility into the Manchester City youth team over the last couple of years. And it really came to fruition over the weekend where they all got a run out against Chelsea <laughs> and got battered 5-1. Congratulations and welcome back to Parker. Hello, everyone. Pleased to be back. Excellent. Now, unfortunately, you may notice that our usual resident funny man, Woodsy, isn't with us. Now, unfortunately, you know, that takes one voice out of the podcast, but he did um, record this message and asked me to play it. So here he is. <laughs> Hello, this is Woodsy. I'm sorry I can't be joining you on the podcast this week. I'm out with Lionel Louie in London on the Lash celebrating. Now, my panel's pick would have been Lampard because he's an Amazon legend. If you want to cancel one of my quiz victories for me not turning up this week as a punishment, that's fine. I love Lee Caramol. See you next week. <laughs> well, that is brilliant. So... As we can see, clear evidence. Uh, Woodsy sending on his apologies. Um, lads, what do we think about his offer of, of cancelling one of his victories? I, I'm fairly happy to accept that. I've already deleted it, mate, as soon as I heard it. So personally, I think he should be scrapped back down to zero. You miss a week, I'm afraid you're back, back down to zero. What do people think? I agree. <laughs> yeah, why not? Absolutely. Let's put this to a Twitter poll. Yeah. So I options think... are zero, yeah. one or two. That's, that's what he's on. Okay, okay, I'll put I'll put the minus one. Yes. <laughs> minus one. Very strong. I like the I like the idea of this. So Iceman, if you can get onto that after the pod and uh let's see what Woodsy's punishment is gonna be for non attendance. So let's just um it, it feels like a lifetime ago now. I honestly feel thoroughly depressed after two weeks of no fancy football. Uh, it'd be good to go around and see how the teams got on all those weekends back. I'm gonna come to the Iceman first, who I think is um up for some gloating. Yes, I am. What happened? Sixty five points last week. It, Captain Payet. Enough um, said. On to Parker. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go on. Yeah, Ozil got me my eight, Kane. As you put target in my defence this Good week choice. instead of instead of out of this world, which Brookie was very against, and I was very pleased that target got me that nice six points, nice cleanie. I can't remember saying that. <laughs> it was that long ago, mate. It's, yeah. it's in the past. You, you included him in yours. So anyway, um, yeah, sixty-five. I was the top scorer of, of our league this week, which is nice. And uh, yeah, moving up, gone above. Woodsy and Bully this week. Yes, I am the bottom dweller on this week's podcast. Yes. Excellent. Great score, Iceman. Good for you to finally have a hit. That's what we want to see. What about the man top of the league, Parker? Um, yeah, not a great week again, mate. 47. Um, I had Payet. I had Kane, Giroud. But yeah, Captain Aguero, which was a massive fail because City were poor once again. Quick shout out to Chelsea for being absolute bell ends and conceding in the last minute against Newcastle. So that uh, <laughs> meant that Quadra didn't get my cleanies. So that was quite frustrating. Um, but yeah, another bit of a hit and miss week really for me. Fantastic. Do you feel, I mean, we seem to be having more and more conversations about the influence of the beard on your decision making. Is there any? <laughs> do you think this is coming to fruition now? Who, who's this guy? Sorry. <laughs> I think I think I'm referring to the ginger cante. Um, I think actually one of my biggest threats at the moment is actually Josh Chevalier in our league. So um, as much of a threat as the beard man is, I just can't shake Josh off, and he's actually now only uh, 29 points behind me. So I've got bigger fish to fry at the moment. <laughs> beard um, response. Okay. Uh, well, I have to agree with him there. I think Josh is having a good season, isn't he? Um, which I don't mind. I don't mind being in the background. I'm quite happy where I am. I've got Lloyd exactly where I want him. Um, <laughs> but it, it was a very average week for me as well. I scored a 46. 
I had a Captain Fail and Aguero. Well, so I obviously had Pirates 13 points, but I also I have a Rooney injury to deal with now. But I did ah. roll over. I did roll over my transfers, so I do have two. Um, I'm yet to take them, but he will obviously be making way. Yeah, and uh, and of course, where Van Gaal strength from the United squad at the start of the season, there's plenty of other United strikers to pick from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hernandez in Germany, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the season of his life, absolutely. And and Welbeck at Arsenal. Oh yeah, obviously him as well. He's worth a mention, isn't he? Danny Wellgood came up with the goods this weekend. Well, uh, my my team uh, equally like yours, Brookie. I ended up with a forty-six points. Uh, Lloyd, I also suffered the despair of Courtois giving up his cleanie right at the end of the game. Um, once again, my my back three got me a combined total of four points. So that's where the the gains were made, certainly. In midfield, again, pretty good. I had Payet, I had Ozil, I had Firmino, so they got me plenty of points. I also had the captain fail on Aguero that I think a lot of us suffered this weekend. I really thought the, the Payet captaincy was a bold move, but I've been proven very wrong. Um, Didn't you bench Vardy as well? Yeah, Vardy's on the bench, mate, definitely. Yes, he... Uh, nice, he, nice seven points. Yeah, seven points there. He's just nestling that at the moment. Um, just seeing what else we've got there. Baines is still not, not getting minutes for Everton, so I'm going to have to... Uh, put up what is up with that? I mean, do people actually reckon Oviedo's actually better than him? No. No. I just wonder now they've lost to West Brom if, if Martinez is going to sort of think, no, he needs to play, because they had a couple of clean sheets, didn't they? Yeah, but they did get a clean sheet in the cup as well, didn't they? Um, actually, can't remember their score. I'm not sure now. I think it was like 2-0. I don't really care about the FA Cup. I actually have to say I felt lost for this two weeks. I say that, <laughs> but I also felt quite relaxed at the weekend. It was an unusual feeling. Like, I didn't care about any results. I didn't feel any pressure. It was it was kind of a, a love-hate time, really. And actually, it's you quite nice. You didn't need to... the break, Lloyd. Yeah, I did need a break. <laughs> <laughs> he, needed, he needed the winter break. Yeah, I'm refreshed and raring to go. I would agree with you on that. I would say it's uh, it's refreshing to be able to support your own team without wishing that the other team would score because you've got a player for them or something like that. Mm. I, I, I disagree entirely. I couldn't wait to be able to be back. FA Cup just makes it boring. I do, I do, a, I do agree. But it was, it was a surreal feeling waking up on a Saturday morning not having to panic about <laughs> making last-minute changes or who my captain should be or, yeah, so... Yeah, but, bit more relaxed yeah. and, they, and they say nurses have it tough <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um, this brings me on to our um, fancy football surgery top 10 so we've got a mini league it seems to be thriving at the moment Parker can you give us an overview of the top 10 it is so there's been some movers and shakers uh, in 10th place this week is Michael Cahill uh, nine is Daniel Thompson. Uh, eight is our good friend Lee Davis, who is average at best. Uh, seven is Jonathan Johansson. Uh, six, Mike Hutchins. Five, Nate Thomas, or Nat Thomas, however you want to pronounce it. Four, <laughs> Richard Kosmala. Three, uh, Mitchell Barthurst. Two is Dick Fry, so he's still lagging behind. And uh, top is still uh, Tom Irving. A shout out to Jonathan Johansson. He's got the top score I can see with 74. Well done, JJ. JJ. Jonathan Johansson. It's not the ex-professional Jonathan Johansson, is it? It bloody well could be. If, if Jonathan, if you're listening, and if that is actually how we spell your name, it's not Jonathan, <laughs> then uh, please tweet us and we'll, we'll give you another shout out. It's, uh, it's a strong performance. The, the Finnish football player, yeah? Yeah. The, the Rangers? The very uh, same. Yes. Yeah. Have you just put that in uh, Google? I haven't. I, 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 I was scrambling to load up a window and it wasn't happening. So, uh, so thank you for that, Iceman. Reactive analysis here on the podcast. Right, let's get down to business with our panels picks for the coming week. Now, we've got a bit of a dilemma this week. We've got fewer games, a few teams not playing, and there's some big fish in teams that have got good fixtures next week. So I'm going to come to the Iceman first. Who's your panels pick? My panels pick this week is the, a contender for player of the season. A man that's been on everyone's team at some point, apart from mine, and it's Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Priced at currently 7.5 million, and he's had over 125,000 transfer him in so far this game week. Everyone knows how good he is and how good he's been this season. He hosts a party every week. He's got 19 goals, 5 assists in 26 games, scoring an FPL point every 13.9 minutes. I mean, that's, pr- that's pretty good stats. That's very good stats. Very, very good. And he gives us 77% consistency 
that a goal or assist is returned per game. It's definitely one of the highest I've seen so far this season. And he ticks all the boxes, in my opinion, with recent form showing that as well. I mean, he's got 35 points in the last six games with four goals and six assists. And he's on penalties now, now that uh, what's-his-name keeps mucking him up. Mahrez. Yeah, Mahrez, yeah, him, yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've also been looking at the stats for the last four game weeks and I know you guys love me to reel off the stats oh <laughs> gosh <laughs> <laughs> you, you love yeah, the yeah. stats though, you don't deny it and yeah last four game weeks compared with the previous four from game week 18 to game week 22 where he was blanking I noticed that his shot accuracy he had improved on massively he was on 38% shot accuracy before and now he's actually bumped it right up to 60% so that's a 22% difference where it shows where he's scoring the goals now I mean he's improved within those game weeks on goal attempts chances created and obviously goals scored and I did notice that he's actually dropped his amount of dribbles he's been attempting so shows that <laughs> dribbling is not necessarily the best thing to do if you want to score fancy football points whereas Mares is the dribble king God does it love does, a dribble though doesn't he it, yeah definitely I think it does show over the past few game weeks that he's taken a while to get over his minor groin surgery that he had at the start of January and also I mean, looking at the fixtures which Leicester have got, they've got a guaranteed game for game week 30, and the next six are Norwich at home, who have let in the most goals so far this season, West Brom at home, Watford away, Newcastle at home, Crystal Palace away, and Southampton at home. So it's an obvious pick, but Jamie Vardy is going straight into my team this week. And, uh, And he performed pretty well on FIFA at the weekend, didn't he, Brookie? (laughs) <laughs> he certainly did, mate. <laughs> How many did he get for you in the end? I think he got a uh, brace, didn't he? I think Mario mm. scored me a hat trick. There was there was an assist in there as well, definitely. But but you didn't go through, did you, Brookie? It doesn't matter, mate. It but doesn't you matter. Still didn't go, you still didn't go through the group rounds. Who went through? Pete, did you go through? I didn't, oh, get, I didn't get through, it mate. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nice, man. I'm going um, to just pick up on that. I, I agree. Shut <laughs> up, you jabroni. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Shout out to Dwayne Johnson on the podcast as well. Maybe he'll feature us on Instagram. Who knows? Um, Iceman, I'm just going to pick up on a few things you said there because my pick was actually going to be the obvious Mares. I think it's just an easy one for the next few game weeks. But you're right. In terms of the fixtures, the other one that we all need to be looking out for is game week 30 because that is absolutely frail on fixtures. And actually, I think it's about focusing on the, the main teams who are featuring in that week. So the ones I'm looking at for game week 30 and planning is Leicester, Arsenal, Saints, Spurs, and Man City. And actually, can, I just, can, I, can I just quickly stop you there? Please do. Obviously, you, you mentioned Arsenal, one of them teams. I think Jim was just about to jump on it as well. Obviously, you've still got your replay, uh, replay to play against. Oh, I think if you win that, I think that fixture won't go ahead against West Brom in game week 30, yeah, I think. That's true. Well, I'm going to presume after tonight's performance against Barcelona, we're going to be demoralised and fall apart. So <laughs> Arsenal are very much in my plans for uh, game week 30. But yeah, that's a very good point, Brookie. <laughs> Let me just list the teams which are actually out currently for game week 30. It's actually Chelsea... Palace, Everton, Liverpool, Man United, Sunderland, Watford, and Payette. <laughs> Shout out to FF247. Got that from their Twitter. So Payette's and Antonio. Play. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, Jim, one of the surprises, one of the FA Cup was Spurs going out to Palace. Mm. Um, yeah. And obviously, if they were to win that, like most would have expected them to, they would have had a blank. Um, yeah. And with most of us owning, I don't know, Toby out this world, Deli Ali and Kane and Ericsson in our minds now it would have been a lot harder for us to field 11 but where they are out you know it's for the casuals it's a bit easier yeah it saves a lot of changes doesn't it minus hits etc not if you've got a wild card oh well we all have our wild card now don't we oh no bully no I've I've used mine oh Oh, no we'll use yours wisely would he still got his Uh, Wizzy has not got his he's going to love that no wild card for Woodsy. Okay, so me and the Iceman have gone very much Leicester themed for the next uh, smaller game week. What about you, Parker? What have you got in mind? Um, I am banking on Chelsea backing up that performance in the last couple of weeks. So obvious ones are kind of Fabregas and William. Um, I went for a slightly different one along the lines of Pedro. 8.8 million, nice little 
kind of mid-range, I guess, from a decent midfielder. Uh, only 2.1% own him, so again, low percentage. Next game weeks are Southampton, which could be tricky as they haven't conceded for so long. But then they've got Norwich, which is goals, 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 and Stoke, who are really struggling and conceding quite a few at the moment as well. So two potential big game weeks for Pedro coming up there. Obviously, William is an option as well. I think he's around the 7 million mark. Um, so those two, for me, are, are really, really good options for, for Chelsea as they... They do look to be more free flowing and have, a, have goals in them, certainly. Yeah, yeah see, I had, I had William and been Chelsea's best player this season, but he was not scoring consistent points for fancy football. Mm. He's very on and off. And he's definitely been decent. Obviously, in the last game, he got a 13-point hole. But, yeah, he's just not consistent enough. I know. But, yeah, he may he may go next week and score again. And also, with, with Pedro, Hazard is back now, isn't he? The points seem quite spread, don't they, amongst mm. Chelsea? There's no real standout. I guess the thing is, for me, I thought Pedro looked at his best performance. And you've seen what he's done at Barcelona. So he's got the pedigree to hold his own mm. in the team. I guess the, the pick was if you need a bit of a differential and if you need someone who's going to make a bit of an impact and it's a bit of a gamble and it could be worth it for the next two or three weeks, um, it's certainly an option. I, I'd agree with that. And having, um, having watched Chelsea at the weekend, I did think that he certainly looks to be playing more direct, more, more like his Barcelona days when they played with more freedom. And uh, so, he, you know, he told his position and they were freedom in the box. But actually, he's almost like a, he's almost like a second striker when he gets forward and, and plays in that position. And like you say, he's reasonably priced as a midfielder today. So a decent sort of uh, rotation for, for a Liverpool player. I also like the look of Fabregas at the moment. He looks to be finding those little balls over the top that he wasn't doing at the start of the season. But to add to the Chelsea argument, I think the man that's pulling it all together is Diego Costa. Because whatever he gets on the end of, that is points for those three attacking midfielders from an assist perspective. So I am thinking Costa this week. Yeah, nice. To be fair, um, Woodsy did say to me as well he wanted to choose Coutinho. Um, I pointed out to him that uh, Liverpool are only playing two games in the next four game weeks. So uh, uh, he's just a retard, Woodsy. So just ignore whatever <laughs> he's got to say to me. He's not really uh, missing from this podcast, actually, is he? <laughs> Yeah, Liverpool, like you mentioned, they do have the two blanks, don't they? But obviously they play Southampton Spurs as well amongst that. Yeah. And then... Tricky, tricky yes. game. So. did have a Twitter question from John L. Thomason. Um, John Dahl Thomason, ex-Newcastle. Oh. <laughs> John L. Thomason. Wow. Twitter tag John Egbert. Engelbert? Oh, I don't forget that right. Um, he, he actually... Senor Eggy. Senor Eggy for the moment. <laughs> How do you how do you feel about getting Siggy for Firmino this game week? Hard for the next two fixtures, but good form, and he already has Mares and Ali. Mm. I think there's better options out there with their fixtures, but yeah, he's certainly going to be better than Firmino probably because he's going to play more. Nice man with your um with your love of Leicester at the moment. Would you not back your pick in Albrighton last week as a potential? I didn't say I loved them. In fact, after the Arsenal game, in, in the court of not liking them so much, after their diving, they were kicking us all over the place and their time wasted. I was, yeah, I was very frustrated by the Leicester game, and it was bittersweet when we scored that goal in the last minute. My laptop went ten feet up in the air. Leicester are robbed, uh, mate. I'm being honest, as a neutral, Samuel Arsenal, always cheating. Get off, get off. The penalty wasn't even... Morgan fouled Ozil, and then they went up the other end and got a penalty, and Vardy bought that penalty. Hold on a minute, can I just bring you back on to point? I asked you about Albrighton, not not, not for a rant. Come on, let's get back on. Let's answer John Dahl Thomason's question. (laughs) <laughs> Who Senor Eggy wants to know Senor Eggy <laughs> uh, Yeah, Leicester's fi- fixtures The crossing master all Brighton Why not? Good differential for now Don't know if he's going to score higher points than Mares And just say Ericsson But yeah, if you're looking for a differential Why not? So I think if you're going to get rid of um, If you're going to get rid of Firmino I'd be potentially looking at a Chelsea player Like uh, Parker's just called Maybe a Pedro, maybe a Fabregas yeah. Okay. Um, and that brings us on to the beard. So, beard man, who are you thinking for your panel's pick? Okay, I was looking at a player who featured at the weekend. He came on against Spurs. Uh, he has been out for a lengthy spell. Uh, I think he last featured in game week 17, and that's Bellassi. He, he's dropped down to 6 million. And he's only owned by 2.9%. He's got two away fixtures coming up next in West Brom and Sunderland. And then I think he's got home game against Liverpool. 
and then it's followed by that blank in game week 30. I think he's got four goals and an assist to his name. He was showing the type of form which was catching the eye for the big clubs, I think. Um, I'll be very surprised if he's still at Palace next season. But a problem is where he has missed the last nine, nine game weeks, sorry, his match fitness will need building up. So I expect Pardew probably to ease him back in. But I do expect him to start at the weekend, but maybe not complete the full 90. Yeah. Um, he definitely looked good against Spurs, though, when he came on. Yeah, he, and... He almost got assist, didn't he? Yeah, and he, he's... Ble- it's obvious to see he's been missed, but obviously he's got Adebayo in front of him. I think Punchant's actually out, isn't he? But Sahar's still available. Yeah, I think the confidence pass will take from that game. I think they could take it onto the weekend, and I think West Brom are struggling at the moment, aren't they, with injuries? So To be fair, Palace need a result, because they're getting sucked into it quite quickly enough, if they're not careful, so they need to, a couple of positive results to kind of make sure they don't get sucked into that relegation battle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it is, it is noticeable the downturn in form for Palace since Balassi's been out. He was certainly, you know, you've got some really good attacking midfielders in that club: Zaha, Sacco, Punchin. But actually, he was the one that seems to be scoring the points regularly. That kind of answers our Twitter question we got from Bayou Hadi Costanto. He's actually asking, with Balassi back from injury, is Palace attack a good punt? I think we've more or less answered it there. I think they are. If you're looking for that different player from the rest of your mini-league, then, yeah, Palace, why not? They they may bring in the points. Okay, Um, so plenty of ideas in terms of panels picks. Now, we're going to be looking for a differential here, someone who's going to help us to get the advantage over our other teams in our mini-leagues. Let's uh, come back to the Iceman first. Who's your differential for this week? My differential is Marco Anatovic this week. He is selected by 10.4% of managers, which I know is not great. It's not a great differential at 10.4, but I do think he's in a few teams who just leave their teams. I think in Big John Walters will have something to say about that. He's not selected by many in our mini league, so I'm going to talk about him whether you like it or not. Uh, like like Mares, he he's performing significantly better than last season. He He's fallen off the radar recently because he's uh, scored five consecutive blanks. But Stokes' win over Bournemouth last week restores some faith in their attack somewhat. And I, I looked at Pyatt a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he he was blanking for four weeks in a row. I kept faith in him, and I'm now showing faith in Arnie. And I reckon his quality is going to come through because I think it is turning more into people are looking more at fixtures now with Aston Villa and Norwich, uh, teams which people are scoring high against. And with Stoke playing Villa next, I do feel like you know, this is the game which, if you're putting a pun, I am thinking about captaining him. Not, I'm not going to definitely say that I'm going to captain him. I might, it depends if I, if I feel punty on the... Uh, on the day, I may just go for it. But having scored against the likes of Chelsea, City and United at the Britannia, he'll relish facing the, the Villa defence. And uh, they're still crying from the 6-0 drum and they got from Liverpool. I, I also, say this, also, I'm willing to put the content of my wallet on the fact that you don't captain him this weekend. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to rustle through. There is 37 pence in coppers and silvers here. I'm willing to put that on the fact that you will not captain him in the next game week. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's I'm willing to bet the same amount. <laughs> Didn't Villa first team lose to their under twenty ones? That's exactly what I was getting onto. Yeah, they lost. They lost three 0 Yeah, I don't know how many of the senior players were involved, but still, <laughs> I don't know what I heard on Alcides got a hat trick. <laughs> but looking at Stoke's fixtures at the moment, as they've got Villa next, then they've got Newcastle at home. So the Stoke attack at the moment are promising for the next two game weeks and they've also got a game in game week 30 so yeah for me Arnie is a great pick for the oncoming weeks I like the sound of that okay and what about you Parker who do we think differential I've gone for Virgil van Dijk um, (laughs) 5.5 million and a differential to get into the Saints defence because Fonte is quite uh, up there so Virgil's only owned by 5.1% much more of a differential than the 10% They've got Chelsea next, but I mean, Saints have been really good defensively. I could easily see that being kind of a nil-nil. 
Then they've got Bournemouth and Sunderland, so two two games where they could easily again keep another clean sheet. They do also have a game in week thirty, so again you've got no blanks. So for me, it's a good way of getting into the Saints' defence. Now might be chasing the points a little bit, but I think now we've got a settled back four again, and Fraser Force has been uh, a massive influence for the, our defence. It could be that okay, we might concede the odd goal, but I think until the rest of the season, I think we're going to be pretty solid at the back. So I think a Saints' defender is a really good shout to have. Another option was uh, Ryan Bertrand. Again, he's 2.1% owned, 5.3 million. Uh, but I just think Virgil's a bit of more of a threat at corners. He scored a couple more goals this season. So yeah, Virgil is my differential. And he's got that pedigree at Celtic as well, hasn't he? Where he's played yeah. in, the, in the Champions League, I think, for them. And he did often pop up with a few goals from corners. I might be I did, I did benefit from one of his goals, I must admit, earlier on in the season, which felt yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> felt so good. I remember the very weekend wicket when it came in. Oh, yeah, we were at Southampton, weren't we? We were. We certainly were, yeah. That went down very well. What, what about you, Bim, man? Who are you thinking in terms of differential? Same as Jam, really. I was looking at Leicester and Stoke. Uh, both got back-to-back home fixtures and two teams. They both have a fixture in game week 30, which is, I think is important. I would say out of the two, the Foxes have the better fixtures long-term. If you look over the six, six to eight game weeks, but with Villa, I think they've got Newcastle as well up next for Stoke. It's kind of hard to ignore. I know James mentioned Arnie, but he's quite highly owned. And I was just looking at the other two in midfield in Shakiri Shakiri. Nice. Who's, yeah. I think he's not owned very highly. I haven't got it in front of me, but I don't think it's over 2%. And Very strong. I do, I do like big John Walters I think he can be explosive and I think he might yeah, yeah he does he plays that position I think I don't know where he lands in the list of penalties I think Arnie might be in front of him and Bojan maybe but he Walters he is only owned by 0.7% so it's a very big differential there but looking like there, there you go and Shakiri is 1.4 so yeah. and yeah I go back to obviously with my rivals well you Lloyd owning Amares <laughs> so I am I am tempted to go with a Stoke player Amares is probably the more sensible route to go but trying to the get other one actually seven. interesting at Stoke is uh, Afolai yeah great goal last game so he got a goal last game 0.5% 5.1 ownership so again and he's played a lot of games he's playing more consistently than Walters so he's another option good chance Stoke I like Atlanta. that Okay, so a bit of a differential there. I'm going to add to the ongoing theme of players that are a little bit out there. Um, There's a player that's just signed for Sunderland, and in the last few weeks I've been keeping my eye on him because I was aware of him in the French League, and that's Wabi Kazri. Um, Last couple of games, I think he's looked really strong, really, really good from set pieces. He scored in his last couple of games 9 and 10 points, and this is against Liverpool and Man United. So these aren't exactly Mickey Mouse clubs. I grant you in his first game he got one against City, but... Form is looking good. Only six million as a midfielder, so not a bad alternative as a differential. He's only owned by eleven thousand people, so plenty of room to grow there. Just looking at his next few fixtures as well, he's got West Ham away, Crystal Palace at home, and then Southampton. So I think with Sunderland scrapping against the drop, Big Sam knows how to get a team to fight. And I think he he looks really good in that midfield, replacing the unfortunate Adam Johnson, who we should mention on the uh, on the podcast. Um, but he would be my call as an alternative for this week if you're looking to save a bit of money. Go on. I heard Adam Johnson's having a party this weekend. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Bring your homework oh, and your smarties. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, barely talk, get banged. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. I've got a rather large can of worms that's just opened on my lap. So uh, <laughs> We need some sort of disclaimer in here now. <laughs> uh, can we just say we, we don't um, condone the actions or support the, the thoughts or beliefs of Adam Johnson? Uh, that was merely for banter. That's all I've got. I'm sorry. <laughs> So by the way, bringing it back, your your pick is a great shout. He did look pretty decent, and although his goal against Man United wasn't it a deflected one or it, or no, it was a free kick that just travelled all the way in. I didn't see that, it, mate. Yeah, it, it. Yes, he beat everyone. <laughs> Brookie doesn't watch his team, so he has no idea. Just another yeah, one about that. De Gea injured as well. That's got to hurt Manchester United's owners from a defensive yeah. point of view. So. He still might be playing, though, this week. Yeah, I think he has a slight chance of playing Thursday, I think. Uh, Louis has come out and said, so I'll just wait and see. If he features, heard, then 
I heard your goalkeeping options are him or a traffic cone. That's a bit harsh on Romero, isn't it? Okay, I'll move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are our differentials for the week. Um, I'm just going to go through a few price rising options. Now, the main man going up this week to support the Iceman is, of course, Jamie Vardy, now owned once again by 1,750,000 fancy football managers. So clearly everyone's backing him. Over 5,000 have put him in again today. So he's your highest riser at the moment. Um, Payet has shot up. He's now 8.3 million. So that's jumped a fair way since he came back from injury. Was he 7.6 when he came back? Something oh, yeah. like that. Something like that. Looking for some help with that. So, yeah, so Payet's jumped <laughs> up a hell of a lot. Uh, again, he's your main price riser. In terms of defenders, it's kind of split fairly evenly between Hoof and Jose Fonte. So both gone up another 2,500 today. Um, Hoof is the lower-owned player. So I think if he turns in a good performance of only 300,000 people owning him, plus he's potentially featuring in game week 30 and the run of games, he might be where the money goes in the next few weeks. Of course, we're at the end of the season now where it doesn't matter too much about price rises. But if you're still interested in that sort of thing like me, because that's the only thing I have to hold on to now, um, Robert Hooth's probably your man in terms of making a few quid. Yeah, agree with all that, mate. Okay. Um, so let's move on to Captain's Choice. Uh, having said all of that about our players, we already know that the Iceman is backing Arnautovic this week. But I'm going to come to <laughs> first again because I don't believe a word of that. 37 <laughs> pence says so. Who is, who's actually going to be your captain this week? Well, if I do bring in Vardy, it will probably be him. Um, otherwise, to go against the grain, it might be Pyatt again against Sunderland. If I'm really feeling punty, it would be an Artovich. Or even Kane. It's, at the moment, it'll be, it's on Pyatt, but I may change. It's always that Saturday morning rush. Of course. So you're thinking more Pyatt at the moment by the sounds of it? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm going to hang my hat on Harry Kane for this week. I like that fixture against Swansea. I think Tottenham are looking good at the moment and he just seems more of the obvious for me given he's going to be at White Hart Lane. There he, is he the did, option. Sorry Pete, he, he did break his nose didn't he against Palace so he's going to be donning on the mask this weekend. Oh so, did he? I didn't even know. Is he playing in the Europa League as well this week and this Thursday? Because he played last Thursday didn't he? And then he played the FA Cup. That's my concern about Kane. I do think they've got a fixture Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have. Florentina, home. Yeah, that's my concern. He's playing a lot of football. They, they'll need to win that as well. They've got a 1-1 draw, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they can draw it, no. No way goals. Well, they're not playing until the Sunday, which gives him about 24 hours extra rest, which, of course, will make all the difference. You would know that, Parker, with your sports nutrition pedigree. Um, what, what would you advise Harry to eat in that 24 hours to give him the edge? I'm saying oily fish and green leafy veg, helping reduce the inflammation. Very nice. So pucker pie. Our listeners there. pie won't do it for him then, or a kebab. It's going to have to be. Yeah, it's going to have to be a, a salmon burger. Okay. Well, I know Harry listens regularly to the podcast, so Harry, there's your advice for getting over the Europa Blues. What about you, Brookie? Who have you got in mind for captain? Okay. Uh, West Ham Sunderland's obviously the early kickoff, so I'll be avoiding Pyatt for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously Lloyd's just picked up on the Europa fixture Thursday for Kane, so I'll be avoiding him too. Uh, no fixture for City this week, so I may even Captain Cunn and have a really strong vice-captain. <laughs> <laughs> but you do realise if your vice-captain doesn't play, then... That's, have that's why I said really strong, just to make sure. <laughs> but um, I, I, I can see goals in that Watford-Bournemouth game, actually. I know me and Lloyd were talking about before the pod... Igalo, you know, he's kind of the forgotten man at the moment, but he's still owned by a hefty 34%. I know he has a score total of six twos or something within his last seven games, but there is a 12 amongst that. I know Troy Deeney has been chipping in with the points. Uh, He's one million cheaper and on pens, so I can see goals in that game. So I do see them too as an option. And I think the the fantasy football community are uh, agreeing with you rather because he's been put in by 71 players today, so... Um, clearly, on, clearly on the rise <laughs> but I am I am now looking at midfielders for the armband rather than a striker just for those extra clean sheet and goal points so I'm probably going to go with Mares over Vardy for me if I bring him in this weekend I support that absolutely and uh, and Parker um, I'm I was between three Kane Payet and Mares. I've kind of dissuaded myself about Kane now um, at the moment, if I'm being 100% honest, it's on Morris. But, yeah, the Pyatt one is a tempting one. But as Brookie said, 
I hate it when I put on an early captain, early game, and it, it ruins my weekend. So that's why. I s- yeah, I, I might well do. To be honest, but he is on fire. He is, but I've got Mares. Brookie hasn't. And it's a flipping tempting fixture. So at the moment, it's on him. Brookie has got two transfers at the moment. He could use that to bring in. Mark. Well, let's see if he does. Ah. I think Just, I, I heard Brookie's bringing in Okazaki and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We might as well call this feature the biggest bullshit ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if we count it up and back count it, there's probably about. We can count on one finger how many people have actually captained who they said they're going to captain. So. Well, I've got to say, just from this discussion alone, I've already changed my mind. I'm going to get Captain uh, Mares this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Pete, if I actually do go in out of it, are you going to give me that 37p? All th- I-, I can promise you the 37p and the f- and the uh, the five cents I've got from my trip from America last year that I haven't taken out yet. That is yours. <laughs> well, maybe you'll turn up to the gym on Wednesday and uh, you can give it to me then. I wouldn't have thought so, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go on my own, mate. <laughs> Right, okay, so plenty of lies in captain's choices. Um, pick who you want, we don't know. Let's move this on. <laughs> Let's move this on to our Twitter feature. <laughs> Feeling the absence of Woodsy here. Let's move this on to the Twitter feature. This is going to be passed over to the Iceman, who's been um, quite heavily involved on uh, the Twitter feature in the past week. Um, what have you come up with? You've already given us a few questions. Yeah, we've been we've actually been a bit quiet on Twitter the past few weeks. Apologies for that. But we do have jobs and lives and FIFA nights to play, so that tends to interfere sometimes. Anyway, we, we've now reached 1,000 followers, so we'd like to thank everyone for contributing to the activity on our account. It's nice to be involved in the FPL community. And just looking at some Twitter questions put to us, flicking through my phone here whilst I grab a question because I didn't have it ready. Um, yeah, one from FPL Pad Full, Twitter handle Pad Full, is some people saying doubling up two defenders from the same team the way to go maybe even two pairs of doubles agree if so what teams Pete you got an answer for that one uh, if we're talking about for this game week if you want to know who I think for doubles on defence well if you haven't invested in Leicester already I'd maybe consider them against Norwich as they are pony um, the other if you were going to go for doubling up might be Spurs and the ones I'd think about is Toby Seems fairly obvious, but Eric Dyer, given that he plays in midfield, gets the points for a defender. So I'd probably go with those two if you put me on the spot. Yeah, good shout. Wimmer is also a good shout. Wimmer. Wimper, you mean. Nice and cheap. Wimper. But no, I, I, did, I like Lloyd's shout on Saints, so they could be a possibility of doubling up with Foster in goal and maybe a Bertrand or even Fonte. So, yeah. so hold a minute. So, so Lloyd, are you, are you saying double up on Saints? I think so, longer term. Maybe not for this game week, but if you right, okay. bought one in this game week and then another one for the next one, then their fixtures aren't bad and Ronald Koeman does love a cleanie. So. You, you say not for the next game week, but at home... Southampton are strong and they have been keeping, what has it been, seven clean sheets now? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And so, to be fair, we've had two weeks off same. as well, so. Yeah, it's just that Chelsea do look like they're coming back, although they did play a youth team and score five, so it's not like they had anything difficult and they did lose to PSG. Meow. But, and and they, did, they did play a poor Newcastle team as well. Yeah. So we exactly. might be reading into it a bit too much. Could be, yeah. Is, is Shawcross back yet for Stoke, or is he due back? Because I think they could also be an option with Butland, and maybe a Peters or a Walshite, whatever his name oh, is. I've got no idea. I'll have a little dinner, ladies. I, I'd like to just um, comment on my experience of Walshite over the last uh, five or six game weeks. He's got me nothing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's what in my start eleven for this game week, so. Oh no! <laughs> all right, all right, I'll do it. I'll stick with him. All right, I'll stick with him. Stick with him for the next two. All right. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just a quick question to uh, uh, to John Brook. Who are you bringing in for um, Wayne Rooney? Oh, good question, Lloyd. Uh, there, there is a number <laughs> of players I'm looking at at the moment. Um, one that would free up a lot of cash. Another would be an upgrade uh, in Costa. Mm. Uh, I think we're looking at. Emanike of West Ham, five million, owned by a hundred people, and uh, bang on fire in the week. How long are we into this pod? And Stuart would 
would be loving that you're mentioning. Well, I, I was going to pick him. I was going to mention him as my differential in honour of Stu, but then I couldn't be bothered. But we might as well pick him up now anyway. So we have we have skipped our West Ham section this week, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's Thank bring God. it up. West Ham, West Ham section. Um, any Emaniki love in the podcast? Yeah, no, I think he's decent. He looked good against Blackburn, but I mean it was Blackburn, so. All of West Ham look pretty decent, but he's he's pretty rapid and uh, yeah, not bad. Yeah, well, I mean, he's the only West Ham striker we haven't mentioned, or Stuart hasn't mentioned. Sorry, so might as well stick him on the list to, to put him in because he's bound <laughs> to score. I was just going to say, Yelovich owners must have been delighted when he went off to China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just another one for Rookie. Whilst we're talking about alternative strikers for Rookie in London, is anybody going to mention Adebayor? Because obviously, sporting that new haircut, got his goal the other week. Thoughts on him so far? I think that's who Rookie was thinking about bringing in, mate. It could, could well be. With the return of Balassi, the more game time Adebayor gets, I think, you know, it could be a good combination there. Potentially a very good partnership, very fruitful for West Ham to get them up the table. Okay, mm, um, fruity, fruity. Um, Iceman, does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, uh, there answer? was another oh, one. Okay. Got Pedro Gomez with the handle Gomez P007. So in a bit of a dilemma for game week 28. So he's pre-planning uh, Coutinho or Firmino for his transfer. He, w- he wants to know who to bring in out of Coutinho or Firmino. Neither. You reckon neither? Well, as we just said, they've got Saints and Spurs, and then they've got two blanks either side of that. So, for me, yeah. keep away from Liverpool for the next four weeks after that, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a non-start at the moment. Yeah. Anyone else against that? Well, yeah, because they've got City on the 2nd of March. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, like I say, I mean... Th- the other thing to think about is Liverpool have actually been quite good against City in the past, and Coutinho has been the one that's tended to, to do the damage. So I'm not dead against it, but I do think there's players you could look at. And you know, I'm looking at Chelsea against Norwich here if they have a big weekend. Um, Arsenal at home against Swansea. Yeah. The potential midfielders in both squads that could be more favourable if you don't trust them to score against City. Yeah, no, I agree. Or you could go with Brookie's pick of Lingard against Watford next week. Yeah, get Jesse Lingard in your team. Uh, three goals, one assist in his last five starts. Rooney out, so he could be out of position. But United are rock bottom for shots on target in home matches with 40. Mm-hmm. And obviously they've got Arsenal and Watford to come to Old Trafford, so that is a concern. And they're shit. That also. <laughs> We're Rookie, fucking shit. We're fucking shit. We're fucking shit. But you never thought you'd be thinking about this in the, in the future. How much would you pay to have Andy Cole and Dwight York as your front two now? Oh, wow. What dream. I'd definitely shave the beard off for that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well that says it all. Well, to, to be fair, you think you've got Depay who looks like a fucking retard up front at the moment. Oh wow, like, <laughs> that's, that's been kind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like his arms are on his legs. Like, <laughs> God, <laughs> what's happened to him, mate? <laughs> you've done exactly what you've done with Di Maria you've turned him into no shit. not quite I wouldn't compare them to God no. Maria no. I would say Di Maria is looking world class over in PSG at the moment yeah brilliant he is as is Hernandez in Germany yeah I'm looking forward to seeing Memphis in, a, in another shirt smashing them in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hopefully not in England can I just add that Hernandez has got player of the month for the last four months yeah thanks for that does that hurt John? It does and, hurt a lot. And Danny Wellgood scored the winning goal against the best team in the Premiership at the weekend. Right, uh, next question. Thanks. Moving on. Um, we've got one from Solomon Artman. Uh, Big Sol. He, yes. He's saying whether he should take out Hazard or Sanchez for Ericsson. Hazard for me. You reckon Hazard? Yeah. I'd keep hold of Sanchez for now. He looked pretty nippy in the Barcelona game, even though he yeah, got nothing from it. <laughs> oh, it hurts to talk about it. There's a, there's a real spring in his step. Unfortunately, there's not a lot at the end of it. No. Yeah. I have to say, though, I think Manchester United and Arsenal have got nil-nil written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, would, would you take out Hazard or Sanchez, Lloydy? I don't know. Maybe if you're going to go for one, Hazard, but I'd be tempted to keep the faith. I, said, I mentioned him last week, I think, um... I still think he's going to come good at the end of the season. Yeah, he's a bully. Yeah. Well, I, I think um, what the first thing I'd say is he must have either quite a bit of cash in the bank because actually between those two, you're talking about twenty-two million. 
Mm. Uh, yeah. 22 million. So either if his, te- is either his team's not balanced or he's saved very well. So well done to you, sir. I actually wouldn't drop either of them this week. Chelsea have, have uh, you know, Saints where potentially they could score. I think you've got Sanchez who did so well against United last time out. I'm going to go back to our classic excuse. He is due. Um, I'd, be in, I'd be putting somebody is that out. Is due or due? That, that he, is, he is due a goal. Okay. Let's <laughs> be very, very clear on that. <laughs> I, I like his Ericsson pick, though. Uh, who, do you know who his other midfielders are? Or is it just them two he's considering? No, no, he's, he's just asked the question. No, I can't see his team. Yeah, Hazard out for me. Ericsson in, definitely. Yeah, yeah actually, bear in mind they've got Saints. Hazard out for this week's. Yeah, and if you're asking me just to answer the, the question straight up, Hazard out. Yeah. Has anyone looked at Ericsson? He is looking pretty good at the moment and his his stats actually match Ali's and I know Ali's a lot cheaper but he's just coming into form now Ericsson and he is the joint third most attempts on goal within the last four game weeks I think it is worth mentioning as well with Spurs injuries uh, I think Lamella Carroll I think a few others you might see Deli Ali drop a bit Chapel. deeper yeah uh, pl- yeah playing that hole and you might see Ericsson playing the number 10 role yeah I agree yeah, that's it for Twitter for this week, Paul. I like it. Well, plenty of questions. Keep them coming because it really does stimulate some uh, uh, eyebrow-raising conversation. Let's move on to the Iceman's quiz. Yep, and uh, Bully, you got your first win last podcast. So relieved. Now Woodsy's so... on zero. It, it makes it all the better. <laughs> Technically, Woodsy's on two. But this You're is my personal one. pledge. I will give 37p to everyone on Twitter who votes for Woodsy to go down to zero. So. Yeah, we'll let the people talk about it. Minus, <laughs> minus one. Talk. Option D, minus one. Make sure that's an option, Iceman. Well, at the moment... Woodsy's on two, Bully you're on one, Beard you're on one, and Big Time Charlie Parker is currently on zero. Big Time in Fantasy Football, not so big time in the quizzes, but still got 13 weeks to go. Woodsy for minus one. (laughs) (laughs) Right, question one. According to Opta, which team has the most amount of shots off target this season? And the options are Chelsea, Everton, Southampton, Man City, West Ham, Arsenal and Leicester. And we're going to Lloyd first. Chances. I will go with Arsenal. Okay, and we'll go to Woodsy now, but he's not here. (laughs) So we'll go to Bully. I will go with Everton. And Beard? I was going to say Everton as well, purely because I think they missed about 30 chances against West Brom last game week. (laughs) (laughs) Did they? Um... You're all wrong. It's actually Southampton. Mm, chances. Oh. Yeah. And uh, bonus question, Lloyd. How many shots off target has your team done so oh, far? Oh gosh. Yeah. This is like a needle in a haystack. <laughs> um, no clue. One hundred and forty-three. And bully. Um, I'm going to say one hundred and thirty. And beard. What was Lloyd's pick? 140. You shouldn't tell him. You're not listening. I'll go 129. Oh, you went the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 159. So Lloyd gets the points there. Don't know you're fucking celebrating about. Saints are shit. Oh, <laughs> God. Where are you in the league, Man United? Sorry. The fifth, mate. <laughs> not for long, though. Not we don't long, deserve to be there, but we are there. When you lose to Arsenal and we beat Chelsea, I'll wave goodbye to you. Oh shit, you hold one point behind us, aren't you? <laughs> you were giving it the bigger man. Yeah, if you were... <laughs> right, anyway, question two. A little segue from the last question. Who has the most goal kicks this season? And the options are Schmeichel, Howard, Fabianski, Adrian, Gomez and Butland. And we're going to bully first. Gomez. And Beard. Adrian. And Lloyd. Smeichel. And Bully gets points there. It's Gomez. Nice. You see, you see, I knew that. How? How? No, no, I'm joking. I just guessed. But idiots. <laughs> 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 good, good work. Um, okay. And bonus question, Bully. How many goal kicks has he done? I'm going to give you a, a slight clue here. Oh, lovely. To all. So bearing in mind that Gomez actually did 12 goal kicks the last game week. Okay. So I'm, do the maths. I'm going to go 260. Okay. And Beard? I will say 300. I will say 259. 259. Ah, oh, you went the wrong way. 
It's actually 274. So Bully gets the points there by one goal kick difference. Good news. Good news. Would have gone rookie. Right, okay, moving on. Question three. Which team has conceded the most penalties so far this season? <laughs> Options are Bournemouth, Newcastle, Everton, West Ham, Watford, Norwich, Sunderland, and West Brom. And Beard, you're first this time. I don't know. Um, um... No problem. Sorry, you can take. You've got, you've got you've got no points at the moment, by the way. Just let me know. Yeah, you can take this pause out. <laughs> nice big um there from Brookie. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to leave this in. Sunderland. Sunderland, you're going with? Okay, and Lloyd? I'm going to go with... Gosh, I hadn't thought either. I was too busy mocking Brookie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anyone who's conceded pens. I'm going to go Everton. Okay, and Billy. I was actually going to go Sunderland. And Bully and Beard get the points there. It's Sunderland and Norwich. Yeah. Oh. So Bully's on three, Lloyd and Beard on one. Bonus question, how many have they conceded? Uh, yeah, and Beard's first. How many penalties? Or Pen- Penalties, yeah. Not how many goals. I will say four. And Lloyd. Three. And Bully? Five. And Bully's got it right oh, there. It's actually seven. <laughs> Bully's tactics is working. Seven penalties? Wow, that's massive. Yeah, I, I was. I just. I've just got this picture of John O'Shea. He loves a hack. He really. Does. <laughs> yeah. Is it after you googled how many penalties have Sunderland conceded? No, that was before that. <laughs> I typed in John okay. O'Shea loves a hack, and then I googled how many they conceded. <laughs> okay, question four. Last week we did which defender has the most shots on target this season. But out of the defenders, who do you think has had the most overall shots this season? And the options are. Toby, out of this world, Coleman, Lollarov, Van Anholt, Moreno, and Dawson. And we're going to go to Lloyd first. Moreno. And Bully? Moreno. And Beard? Three out of three, mate, Moreno. Ah, you're all wrong there. It's It's Lollarov. And Moreno was actually fourth in that list, behind Olderworld, Van Anholt, and Lollarov top. Mm. Okay, um... How many shots has he done then? Bearing in mind that out of this world, I had a total of nine shots on target. This is total shots, though. Yeah, this is total shots. But last week, I told you that out of this world had nine shots on target overall, and he's still actually currently on nine shots on target. Okay, I'm going to go with twenty. And bully. Twenty-three. And beard. I'll say twenty-four. Nice. <laughs> He's actually got 32, so nice. Beard gets the points there. So Pete's mm. killing it on four at the moment, Beard on two, Lloyd on the lonely one. <laughs> just just not very good at Christmas, is he? Didn't say well in question one. The £80 mic, mate. <laughs> Well, 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 at, least, at least Stuart's on minus one, that's fine. I agree. <laughs> right, OK, question five. Which team has made the most chances so far this season? So they've made the most chances. And the options are Southampton, Liverpool, Everton, Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham or Chelsea. And we're going to bully first. I'm going to say Man City. And Beard? I'll have to say Tottenham. And Lloyd? I'll go Arsenal, that's a bit different. And B- Bully's right with Man City. Oh. Liverpool's in second at the moment. Arsenal in third. Tottenham in fourth. Okay, bonus question, Bully. Yeah. How many chances have they made? 182. 182. And Bid? Uh, 300. And uh, Lloyd? Uh, 210. <laughs> Beer gets the points there. <laughs> it's actually 346. Oh. Fucking laugh at me, you prick. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. James kind of put me off because he kind of sounded like he was taking the piss. <laughs> Don't listen to what I'm laughing at. I'm just laughing at the difference of uh, the guesses. Of <laughs> Pete goes 182 and John just goes, wow, 300. Well, that put me in a right pickle, it did, mate. Oh, right. you, really, you can feel the pressure of Lee Catamore here, can't you? It's turning a little yeah. bit nasty. It really is. There's no love lost in this section. Lloyd, just, just calm down, all right, mate? He's losing it all. I'm very calm. 
<laughs> right, f- final question. Eighty pound mic out the window. I've got like a gold plated <laughs> mic that I don't want to touch in case it sort of shatters. <laughs> right, final question. Ten games uh, last weekend in the Premier League, but how many shots were registered on Opta Stats for that game week? Is this is this on target or total? How many shots were registered? On target and off target. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's correct. So we're going to the beard man first. Oh, you, thank you. Um, it's going to be a high number, isn't it, James? I'm not giving any clues. I will say 500. Oh, that's 50 shots in each game. <laughs> <laughs> that's 25 <laughs> shots a team. <laughs> I can't help but laugh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Lloyd. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go two. No, two hundred and fifty. And uh, Woodsy. Uh, Woodsy and Billy. <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to go two hundred and thirty. <laughs> and John's right with uh, five hundred. No, I'm joking. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually two hundred sixty-six. So Lloyd is right there, and. That subsequently means Bully wins the I quiz. I thought that was worth 10 points. Sorry? I thought that was worth 10 bonus points. Uh, no, you can't just make up the rules as you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask my last question anyway. Uh, which team has had the most shots this game week? Uh, go to Beard first. Everton. Who do you reckon? Okay. And Lloydy? Everton. And Bully? Chelsea. Well, uh, Beard and Lloyd were right there. But it doesn't change anything. Pete, you still win. Well done. I watched that game. Barkley had about 400 shots. And that's, yeah. that's the only reason I know because you're like and Barkley's missed again <laughs> yeah. 33 shots they had Arsenal with 24 obviously against the 10 men of Leicester then Sunderland on 21 well if everyone had that much Brookie could have been like 500 yeah, well they weren't West Brom only had 5 in the yeah. end and West Brom only had one shot on target within the last two game weeks Ouch. god dear, they're poor I think Stuart's uh, panel pick was uh, Rondon Yes, yeah, I, I, can, I can vouch for that. The Woodsy was going to pick Rondon for his uh, panel's pick. He, he says he sees good potential in the next few weeks and an increase in value. Yeah. Those were his exact words. <laughs> good. So, good. I, I'm getting ready to get Lee Cassman on my team, which is quite frustrating because usually I'm quite good at fantasy football, but obviously not next year. <laughs> That's if he doesn't go down, mate. There's still potential for... A number of absolute duffs in midfield. You're absolutely right. Gareth Barry being another one. Gareth Barry will be a fine. To be fair, he chips in with a goal every now and again, so it's not all bad. Yeah. Plenty of yellow cards though as well, mate. <laughs> loves the yellow. Absolutely loves it. So that brings us to the end of the Iceman's quiz and consequently the podcast. So all that's left for you to, to do is to know how you can follow us online. So we've got our Facebook page, Fancy Football Surgery. Follow us on there, but we are much more active on at FF Surgery on Twitter. The Iceman, Brookie, myself, Parker, all post on there from time to time and Woodsy if you fancy turning up. Um, so at FF underscore surgery. You can follow us on patreon.com forward slash fancy football surgery if you want to follow the podcast just a quick just, shout out on that yeah uh, all we need is 80 people to support it and that will uh repay me for my gold-plated mic that went out and, and bought from matt <laughs> this weekend so uh your support and 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 fundraising will be appreciated on that it's uh hashtag save the mic <laughs> hashtag save the mic let's get that trending and let's keep uh park involved in the pod um you can also listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, we'll publish the link for that on Twitter. Also, follow us on iTunes. Leave us a comment and a review on there. Exclamation mark, fancy football surgery. Um, you can contact us on email, ffsurgerypodcast at yahoo.com. And finally, please sign up to the Fancy Football Surgery Podcast League. The code is, and I quote, 256323-787353. Sign up and join the fun. There's Many, many teams in the league now. None of us are near the top. All the um, also, just quickly, is there a fax number I can contact you on? <laughs> yes, all faxes received as well, and as usual, Carrier Pigeon. Who ironically isn't here this week. The Pigeon of the Podcast, Woodsy. Cool. Saying goodbye to the lads. Parker. Goodbye. Cool. Rookie. Yeah, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Nice man. Yeah, thanks for listening. Good luck in the game week. Woodsy, <laughs> goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, Bully. We'll see you all next week.
Um, you can also follow us on. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I saw Padre and I lost it. Do uh, <laughs> start again? Just, just continue from there, I think. Uh, just go. Yeah, and Brookie, do you want to go? This might take some time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was Lloydie's gold plated mic I was thinking of. <laughs> Shall I just go from there? Yeah, just go. <laughs> I'm, I'm Stevie. Oh. You can also follow us on patreon.com forward slash fancy football. <laughs> <laughs>